Have you woken up? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I have a question for us, but I'm directing it um, to you. The question is, what's your opinion on singlehood? Like, how do you see singlehood? Well, let's see. Singlehood is, for me, what it is, it's single. When something's single, it is one. Okay, so you're one. You're not like joined to anyone else but then again marriage is supposed to be one well basically you're not married Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you're not married actually that's it for me either you're dating or you are courting or you're engaged you're still ah, let me see i'm thinking about the shader engaged one truth is when you're feeling a form you're going to say single I don't think they have engaged on forms, so let's be honest. Just to single. I feel like I've seen engaged. Okay, no Facebook. Yeah, it's social media. Yeah, officially, I won't say technically. The other word has been killed. Officially, you are actually not single. But of course, if you are discussing with people, you should, you know, you would say things like, "Hey, I'm engaged." But seriously, if you are just dating, you can say you have a boyfriend, but you're single. I have a fiance, but you're single. Hmm. I have a husband. I'm married. Does that... No, you're not single. <laughs> this my answer is long, yeah? Long. Yeah, they're just flying around the booth. Yeah. But so you what... get the gist now. The gist mm-hmm. is that for me, you're single until you're married. Okay. Yeah. So, um, when it comes to singlehood, what would, what, would, what do you think people? neglect about that status or that phase of um of life like mm-hmm. what's your opinion on that phase of life i see two i usually see two sets of people that are extreme that i do not like or do not think is healthy not like i do not like it's none of my business it's more like you have people that are single and they are so in a hurry to be married they'll do anything and then we have people that are single and they're like no, don't speak marriage to me. They're like super scared of getting married. And I believe those are not appropriate use of your singlehood. Okay. Time. Of course, if you strongly believe that you do not wish to be married, that's a whole different conversation. But if it's that you're just afraid, um, you're spending your single time being afraid or being too eager to go into marriage is a waste of that time. Okay. What you should be doing at that point is learning about yourself. What are the things that make me happy? What are the things that make me feel fulfilled? What are the things that trigger me? What are the things that bring out the side of me that I do not admire? Yet. So those are some of the things you should learn. And most especially be independent, you know, financially. And work on your relationship with God. I am not a preacher, just saying. <laughs> if we are on earth, I don't know how I got here, so well, <laughs> there's a higher being than I am. So, work on that relationship, understanding your purpose and your place. And it's a lifelong thing. Don't, I'm not saying you must have your purpose before you marry, but use that time to do that instead of 
God win, God win, and God win. <laughs> okay. So for me, I see um, singlehood as a gift that um, a lot of us take for granted, and it is um, we we are sometimes people get to should I say they get to deceived. Let me use the word deceived. Yes, with seeing couples, whether married or dating or engaged, and. They start feeling like, oh, there's something that they are missing out on and um, they need to jump on the train. For me, I feel like the same way they feel like they are missing out on something. Even those who are in a relationship or who are married may feel like there's something that they are missing out because there's some decisions they can't take now that they are married. Now, I always say that singlehood is a gift and that gift is... It gives you the time for you to look at yourself, focus on yourself, work on, on yourself, and become a better person. When you, as a single person, you you are opportune. Let me use the word opportune to get to try out different kinds of relationships, um, meet new people, new individuals of of different um, gender get to understand them get to understand how they behave get to understand how you behave around them get to understand so many things then try and fail what i mean by try and fail is i'm not saying you should go and do everything with everybody no trial trial trying and failing is you let me use an example you're at work right you meet somebody that you find this person this person is kind of like attractive right physically and you get to get you get to know the person you get to talk to the person you get to listen to the person talk you get to understand in your head you're, you're at least you're trying to understand this person and it's possible that from your conversations with those kinds of people at your workplace in church in the mosque wherever you find yourself at playgrounds at picnics and all that you get to see some things about people that make you know the kind of person that you'd want for yourself or not want for yourself. Do you get? When you're married, you cannot... When you're married, you, you cannot change those things anymore in terms of or oh, deciding who to choose based on what you'd like for yourself because you've already chosen. What you can do as a married person is now talk to your spouse. Maybe if there's something that your spouse is doing that you do not like, talk to your spouse on that thing to change like change that thing um yeah and hope that they do it because the best you can do is talk to them and help them to you get they have to decide on their own to take action to become better but as a single person you are opportune to see these things in the lives of different people and learn so that when you're ready to now choose because yeah, there's a spiritual side to choosing a spouse. But when I believe strongly that the universe has more physical ways you get to somebody choosing a spouse. Because I believe God made stuff. I, I'm a Christian and I believe in them. Um, I believe in them. Um, I believe in God, right, right? Now, I believe that God was so um, 
good and unbiased that he created principles that work for people regardless of their beliefs you get so if whether you're a christian whether you're a muslim whether you're an atheist whether you are whatever you believe in if you jump from a high high place gravity will pull you down it will say oh this person is a christian so when he jumps he should fly oh. you get and, that, and other principles could be um, principles in them making money principles in building relationships those things you don't need to pray to know how to do these things you don't need to believe in god to know how to do these things these things work in place if you have sex and the sperm hits the um, egg you're going to have a child these are principles that god put in place so whether you believe in him or not these things would work they are life i call them i call them i think they are life principles let me use the word life principles now when it comes to choosing somebody, there are some things that you don't even need God, because there are people who have amazing relationships, amazing marriages that are not Christians, because these principles are being obeyed by them. You get so being a Christian does not guarantee a good marriage. In short, there are so many Christians who have horrible marriages because they are neglecting. They are so they are focused so much on the spiritual side and they are neglecting the physical side of what they are meant to do for their spouse. Of, or for the or for themselves because also in marriage you have to also improve on yourself now now um um what was that i'm saying i lost my yeah. train of thought um now, so, much. <laughs> so now you have to you have to um you have to learn those principles mm-hmm. understand people right understand yourself mm-hmm. understand life generally also look at and when it comes to understanding yourself you have to understand yourself in so many areas yourself when you're happy yourself when you're angry yourself when you're irritated yourself when you are under pressure yourself when there's no pressure at all you get so that way you would i've heard people who say that they didn't know they were like this until something happened like they didn't know they were didn't know they throw tantrums like when they are angry until they go mad you get so when you some people run so much they run they run away from trying to build friendships with people because they feel like oh if they're going to be friends with anybody the person should be the person they're going to get married to but no so what i'm trying to say here is singlehood is a gift singlehood is that um time you have to understand yourself to understand yourself with people to understand life generally Take your time. A successful marriage doesn't have to be somebody who got married when they were 21, or somebody who got married when they were 25, or somebody who got married when they were 50, or somebody who even got married when they were 45. You get. So you don't. It doesn't have to. It's not tied to the time you got married. You can be 21. You can be 25. You can be 30. You can be 48, and you've not understood yourself at all. You're just vibing. Do you get? That's the word. And that's the You could also be very young. You could be 22, 23, 24. And you understand yourself very, very well. So the so thing is. Yourself. Nah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, when I when we got married, nah, uh, me, I was. I haven't learned a lot of things as a married person because I didn't even understand myself a lot. I, I think I, what, what I was able to learn as a single person was my relationship with guys. Like how I, I know my I I understood myself very very well when it comes to my relationship with guys, because I've always had guys around me. I have we're all brothers in my house. 
I've always, as I've always hung around guys, so it was kind of easy. But myself, when it comes to women, I didn't really understand myself a lot because I was running from women a lot. So I didn't really understand myself well. And I started learning some of those things in marriage. And it was a difficult one for us because, like, well, for example... But that, that wasn't when you started learning. I mean, we dated for two years and engaged yeah. for a year. Yeah, but... um we got married. So mm-hmm. you want to say, throughout those periods, you were just... um your learning capacity was at zero until the day you were like, oh, I do, I do. Not, not necessarily, you. Not necessarily. Okay, I think so. what I'm trying to say here is, there were. Okay, let me use an example. I didn't know. I didn't really know that I kept things in my head, in my heart when I, I'm offended. So you knew. I didn't know. You you knew. You just thought that was the best approach. No no no. I think well, no no. I didn't. I didn't know I was keeping it because what I was doing was I was saying to myself that ah, it's not a big deal. I will let it go. But I didn't know it was somewhere. I didn't know those things now. Okay, so what made Be- you know? Because we didn't. We didn't. Huh? What made you know that finally? Oh, that what made me know? It? What made me know was when that that major fight that we had now that I started talking about things and. And all of a sudden, they now felt like, ah, so these things are somewhere. Like, because, because when, before then, when I get angry about something, or when, or when I get upset about something, it's almost like the details of that stuff leaves my head in me, like, almost like a couple of minutes later. Let's say, like, <laughs> 10 minutes, you get, like, maybe 10 minutes or 20 minutes later, I can't even remember the details of what just happened. You get, and I felt like, oh, maybe I've that's where I moved on. But when I got to that point where we had that serious, that serious conflict, and I was angry, I was remembering some of those details, like those things that I felt like I, I wasn't even remember. It was like flashing in my head, flashing in my head. You get, because they were on um, forgiving issues, like that stuff. They were stuff that I had not forgiven, that so they were not there. Addressed. I had not addressed at all. So. I didn't know those things. I've always believed myself to be someone that doesn't like wahala, doesn't like problems, and mm. and uh, in Big Brother's house. Mm. No, if it's that one, uh, uh. my own, my own is that if I enter Big house, I'll be irritated because they're they are just they are too slow. Oh my god! You get they are, a lot of them are just sure. I know it's just weird, but so that's it basically for me. I. Okay. I, I believe it's a good time for somebody to learn. Don't rush. No, the rush. Like, don't be in a hurry to get married. Do not be in a hurry to get married. Okay. You have all the time. If you get married today, you have today till, till you die with that person. Okay. You get. You have, a, but when you, for singlehood, you have a limited time. That's for those who want to get married, though. Mm-hmm. For those who don't want to get married at all, ever. Also, but for those who want to get married, just want to, I just want you to know that you have a limited time to learn and improve on yourself, to build relationships, to build friendships, to explore life. Do you get to do some of the because an example is going out what like doing things whenever you want to do things, going out whenever you like. To get if as a, as a single person you have the liberty to do that thing like just wake up in the morning do you know what i want to party this morning and you leave and go and party that morning do you get or 
I don't want to come back home this night and just stay where you are and sleep on the on the road or at the beach you get and run around naked and all that stuff. But when you get married, it's no longer just you. Because if I want to go out, I have to take permission from my wife. Babe, how far? I'm going to so place so. It's not because I'm not telling her because Is it permission? It's permission. It's permission because the matter I want I think to see. That that's like another set of argument. Like when when you inform your wife or your husband as in your spouse basically that I these are the things I want to do and is it is it called permission or you're just telling them? For me, I, all this is it's permission because if I tell you, babe, I want to go out to so place, eh? And you tell me not to go, mm-hmm. I won't go. You get. I guess it's and if even if we have an, an argument and I go, with you saying me I should, like with you telling me not to go, I won't go with my whole self because I left a part of me. From the argument you get so i'm not going there i'm not living confidently that when i come back home i'm coming back home to a happy wife <laughs> so it's not for me i don't think it's shall we talk about that one on that episode because we will say oh it's information oh my it's permission to me oh please can i go to this place <laughs> you you tell me please can you go to this like do you get so you, you can it doesn't the thing is there are different ways to say it if you say please can you go or I want to go to, it's still permission. Mm-hmm. If your spouse says no, fam, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> Except you want to sleep outside, or except you guys want to have a serious fight. But if your spouse says yes, you, mm-hmm. like when you, you know, there's a way you feel. Don't wear kids, but when you tell your mom or your dad that you want to go and play ball, and they say, okay, go, there's a confidence that you, like, you run to the place. And you come there, you're, you're proud. Like, there's this confidence you have when you're going there. Because your parents told you to go. So you have that confidence as you're going there. Oh, why am I even this thing? But when you sneak out to go play ball, and you're there watching, in short, you, if the place is close to your house, you're looking at the guys playing football, and you're looking at the path that your father drives through when he's going home. Or your mom walks through when she's going home. Or your heart is just beating. That Momsy might be home now or Popsy might be home now. Do you get? So there's there's a confidence that you have. If I tell you, babe, ah, there's a party I want to attend to. I want to go for the party. Um, and you say, okay, no Allah. I'll be the one asking you, oh, does this look good? Do you think I should pack my hair? Do you think I should let it fly? Do you get? Should I, should I let it flow or something? Should I wear shorts? Like you, you basically dress me up. And I'm, and I'm going, I'm, I'm going out with confidence. And I see guys that I'm like, ah, yes, so my wife did for house. My wife's at home. I told her before coming to this party, and she's cool with me coming to the party. But if I, if my wife says don't go to the party, and go to a party, you, the, the, the tennis line might even be moody in a party, maybe until you drink or something. So things that you'd enjoy while you are a single person. The fact that you have the liberty to do anything you want at your own choice. Okay, That's it. so um, all that you have said, uh, I agree. Mm. I just feel like most times we don't want to give examples of singlehood and trying to encourage people to take advantage of their singlehood. We tend to focus on how um, there are some things they cannot do in marriage, and then I feel like that scares some people. Okay. Yeah. So they are not looking forward to 
um, marriage as if there is no advantage in there. And fine, that's another long episode. Like that, that's a full episode on its own, talking about the benefits of marriage and things like that as compared to singlehood. But I feel like when we want to talk about singlehood and it's um, what you should do with that period, if you are someone that wants to get married, please know that you should take good advantage of the benefits, the advantages of that phase of your life knowing fully well that some of those advantages might not be applicable in marriage but marriage has its own advantages that are also not applicable in singlehood mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah that that's it really for me it's um every stage in life has i mean being a kid and being <laughs> this adult adulthood that's come stop mm-hmm. has its advantages and disadvantages okay so being a kid, you be like you don't have to worry about this, you don't have to worry about that, bills, blah blah blah. But you, you had no freedom. <laughs> yeah. You had no freedom. So then when you became an adult, you have to deal with the bills and then your freedom. And then what you want to do with that freedom. So I know I say adulthood not scam sometimes as a joke, but for me I don't think it's a scam really. Okay. <laughs> I, I think it's just a phase of life. And I'm enjoying the benefits in there happily, even when I know there are disadvantages. Anyway, okay. that's what I just wanted to add to what you said, mm. so people don't feel like, ah, I said it. Mm. This one that he talked about freedom. Me, I like to party you. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> when you marry the person, like based on what um, Chisum said, I mean, when you marry the person, mm-hmm. that's you chose and the person chose you you don't want to go to parties without the person mm-hmm. that's that's your thing and you would happily stay at home too i mean using that particular example like let's focus on that example you would also love to stay at home hang out with them they're your person you get so like he said you need to build yourself so that you can choose rightly and this applies to both male and female so you don't go choose based on Oh, um, I on on flimsy things like oh she knows how to cook or he has or he drives a Benz and that's what you use in picking because <laughs> that's all you use in picking you don't know um, the person's reaction to um, their approach to life what they do when they are happy when they are sad what makes them excited you don't know their love language their apology language nothing. You don't know those things. They are how they want to parent, what makes them tick. Nothing. You don't you don't because I see some weird stories back then, even uh, movies mm-hmm. <laughs> in Hollywood, they'll be like, Oh, there's a poor man and this, 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 and then there's a rich man, and then this girl is like trying to choose <laughs> and then she chooses the rich man. Hello, before I mean who wants to suffer? <laughs> yeah, but that that's that thing, even though it's entertaining and all, and some people decide that oh, that's how they want to choose, and they don't want to suffer and the red blah blah blah. The truth is, both of them might not even be the right person mm-hmm. for you, rich, poor, whatever, whatever. Both of them might not be the right person. There might be someone else there for you because based on the things you believe in, your outlook in life, and 
audience. Value system. Value system. Thank you. That's I think that is that value system is very important. Your value systems must align. Must align because <laughs> or highest compliment. Mm-hmm. If not, there will just be problems here and there. And so yeah. And you cannot you cannot you cannot what's that phrase? I don't like what I hate. You cannot know what you hate and what you don't like mm-hmm. if you don't understand yourself. Yeah, true. Very, very true. So okay. yeah, that's what you should do with your singlehood. Mm-hmm. Yep. Enjoy your singlehood. Learn from your singlehood. Use your singlehood to um, to grow as a person. So that when you get when you get married, it's, it, it should be between people who have understood themselves so that when there's something that your spouse doesn't understand about you, you can be able to explain. You won't just say, ah, that's how I grew up. <laughs> or that's how I was Do born. Like um, or oh, that's how it used to be I, in my family. I, I get, I get, um, like I get very, very upset. And I start, when I'm upset, I start shouting. I say, why? He say, um, because that's how we are all of us in our not house. Not in my house. <laughs> no. Oh. That's not why. <laughs> that's not why. Please, you guys didn't, they didn't give birth to microphone with you guys. <laughs> so, yeah. And then you should be able to know when you feel like these are the things that can trigger me to that point. Mm-hmm. How do I prevent you know, it? You don't say it. Yet. So. And communicate. That communication. Hey, that's another episode. Mm-hmm. Another it is, one it again. is plenty. It's plenty. It's probably episode 1 to 100. <laughs> Fam. Fam. Okay. The, the more, okay, fine. The more I have been in a long-term relationship, like, I mean, I am my husband. That's the longest relationship I've been in. The more I totally understand when they say communication is key. Like there's nothing else. And the truth is it's not only marriage. It's all in every in every area. Including the one with your boss, with your friends. Everything. Everything. It's communication. If you do not know how to communicate, sorry. You just be feeling misunderstood all the time and then you'll be like, ah, this my this relationship thing is not for me. Do you understand? Oh, yeah. let, let me be single forever. Or you'll be shouting God when on social media. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think it's high time we rounded up this one. And Yeah, it's kind of long. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry guys for keeping you so long here listening, but if you made it to this end, hey champ. Um, and if you have questions or things you want us to talk about, feel free to let us know. Yep. Um social media at Tissom and Follow, right? Yes. Artisum and follow. That's I think that yeah, on social media artisum and follow. So just hit us up with questions, um, suggestions and all that. So um we are out for now. See you guys later. Later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>